Hey everyone, it's Ariel Hawani. And I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm Petey Carroll, and together we are Three Pack. Join us on the brand new Spotify Live app immediately after all of the biggest fights in combat sports. And also during the weigh-ins, because that's when the real drama happens. So what are you waiting for? Follow the Ringer MMA show right now on our exclusive Spotify podcast feed. And come join the best community in MMA. Peace! We're out of here. Best of, I don't know, best of episode. It's going to be a first. I'm excited about this idea. You hit the record button real quick. I was still excited about this. December 26th, we're dropping a best of episode. Well, first ever. Here's the thing, again, about that. You just jump into this all feet first, and I and I appreciate that. I don't like when you do an episode all by yourself, and I can't be there to control what you're saying. No, so, I just don't. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind that. You can be here. Oh, I know I can be here. It's more of a matter of it's not really a, a day off if you're in here recording an episode. It's a day off for you. I was going to do intros to prior clips. Oh, God. His- well, those are your options. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with you doing it, but you can't be like, I don't want you to do it. And also, I don't want to work that day. I'm fine with <laughs> it. Was a, it was a, hey, let's take the, uh, we have one last day off we can take this year. Let's take the 26th off. Everyone's taking the day off. It's okay. I'm not having, I don't have a problem with it because we're going to be in there later that week for our last episode of the year. I I thought a last episode of the year would be a fun, hey, let's talk about the year and then let's talk about next year. Oh God, my head fell off. Okay. I got the coolest. I can't talk to you about this right now. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll set it up. What do you know? Mike's just jumping in with all the ideas, not running anything by. It's okay, Mike. What do you have to talk about today on Monday's episode? I got my Bob Cousy back, and I'm very happy, despite Good. you trying to drag everything down. Oh, my God. I bought that Bob Cousy rookie as a PSA 2.5 about six months ago. Yes. I got it. I sent it to the old man before he died. He signed it, wrote the inscription of Cousy Legs, my nickname as a kid. So you sweet. remember the story? I've heard it. He sent it back to me. cost me 100 bucks. I had to make a $100 donation to the Boys and Girls Club. Hey, that's where I had my wedding reception. I'm all about it. Oh, I was a member for many years as a, as a as a youth. Okay. What are you trying to do to open your coffee cup? Trying to open this coffee. It's fine. Okay. So Bob, Bob could have opened that cup already. So Bob signs a card, sends it back. I sent it back to PSA a couple months ago through our buddy Nash cards. Chris hooked me up, got it graded again and the cert and the authenticated and graded. Okay. So the, first of all, it came back a PSA three, not a two and a half and an auto grade of a 10. I was very excited. And that bumped the value. How much? I'm going to guess that card's worth. It's also the only one like that. Because nobody else no has koozie legs. legs. I'm going to guess it's worth $2,000, maybe a little more. Do you think the koozie legs will throw people off and be like, I don't want that because that means nothing? If we ever get nothing? famous, uh-huh. people are like, oh, this is the Geo koozie legs card. Oh, the Geo koozie legs. At this legs. point in my life, I've pretty well accepted we're not going to get famous. I so think you are one of the more famous people in the card world. You I'd could sell somebody this card for $25,000. Wow, right guys, did you hear that? So I was excited. I don't get cards in often that I actually care. Let me give you Mike's number. You can reach out directly. 978. Nine, yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm very excited about that. I got a nice little card back that I was excited about. It's going on the mantle. Uh, well, that's pretty cool. I'm happy you got a card. Is that the only card you got back? No, I got other stuff. I don't care Anything? about that. Oh, you don't? Nothing? No. <laughs> no. All bad grading decisions six months ago whenever you sent it off? Uh, bu- bu- no, no, no. I got a bunch of raw stuff in. I got oh, a bunch okay. of SGC grades. That was the only card I sent to PSA because I wanted graded because SGC doesn't do the autos anymore. So I feel you, bro. And um, I want to hash out this end of the year thing, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm willing to let it go. We can hash it out. We can hash it out. It's fine. Um, do you want to join me I, for it? 
Is that the is that the issue? No, because I already have plans on the twenty sixth. I'm, I'm not going to record. I'm also not going to record this the twenty sixth. I'm going to get this done before that. Wouldn't be fair to Carlos. Okay. Some well, people, then maybe that's a different idea. Yeah. See? Because here's the thing, though. If that's the case, what do we use our? Because that's not a day off episode. That's an episode that we produce. Then the the people got to enjoy. That's what I want. I, I don't want the I don't want a day off from the pod. I want us not to be in the in the office that day. Sure. We do a little legwork ahead of time. It's done. We'll talk about it more later. I don't. The idea I have no problem with. Okay. If that makes you happy. Does, it, does so. that make you happy? You got a weird we, tone. <laughs> Listen, there's some. Jesse's having some issues at home. Now he's I, having issues I have here. No issues at all. You know what the common thread is here? You're difficult to deal with. <sighs> Call your wife. Let's get her on the phone. I think ever since I got this personal trainer and I've gotten, obviously I'm flexing on you and others, you feel intimidated and that's okay, but you need to know this is the new me and I will dominate you. I don't know that it's great to have two miserable people in here. (laughs) This is what happens when you exercise. It's a stupid, foolish thing. (laughs) Don't do it. It's not worth it in the end. Maybe you get healthier, big deal. But those years that you're living longer are just going to be miserable. You could have been happy and dead. We could cut it here. Let's just cut the yep. episode. All right. Uh, rundown. Let me do the rundown. No. You're in no mood to I do love it. the rundown. I'm, I'm full of energy. It's speculating time. Speculation. Let it begin. NFL playoffs are among us in four more weeks. We're going to talk about it now, though. We want to talk a little bit about some controversy, maybe. Uh, LeBron James card that is causing a row. Jason Flynn has a, what? Causing a row. I've never heard that before. Okay, keep going. Thank you. I appreciate your causing a row. Your acknowledgement like of my vocabulary. I appreciate that. Jason Flynn Hang will on. join us for a quick final four update. Let me interrupt real quick. Then soccer's out of the world for the next Carlos month. Carlos and Eddie, college guys, obviously. Unlike me, have either one of you ever heard that term? We're pausing the causing rundown. a row. We're not pausing it. Yeah, this is a, either of you ever heard that causing a row? Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Really it feels good. Eddie, did you want to also say yes? I have not heard that Thank term. You, That's sir. okay. That's okay. I got, Carlos? Okay. I got one. I got one. Carlos Next. is in my corner. And back to the rundown, new releases. We've got some hot products coming out this week. We'll talk about a few additional items towards the end before we get to your mailbag. Now it's time for the big picture. Let's get all the horrible sound effects out in the <laughs> 20 seconds. Just be done with it. All right. Um, Speculate. Did, did Steve bring this up? Somebody brought this up in the mailbag, and I thought, you know, this is actually a good time to do it. We're about a month out from the playoffs starting, four weeks, four games left in the season. I think Johnny, uh, no. Oh, Johnny. Yeah, yeah Johnny, Johnny did. did. So that's what we're going to do. Bring up the chart on the, you got the uh, pie chart there. It's not a pie chart. You got the bracket, the tree. Yes, sir. So right now. As it stands. Here's how the playoffs stand as of now. Here's what we think may happen. I would tell you this. Number one. I think the AFC, I don't see a whole lot of changing in the AFC. We'll still go down like team by team very briefly. But yeah, I think the AFC by and large stays. Bills and Chiefs are one, two, two, one, however way they want to slice it. I don't think that's that's changing at all. The Ravens are going to lock up the three spot. I don't think that moves. And the Titans as well. I think you're one through four in the AFC. I I think it ends up being exactly how it is right now. Buffalo one, KC two, Baltimore three, the Titans four. The only thing is, what about the the Bengals Ravens though? Like, you don't think that could be a switch up between the two? I really don't. I think. Well, I lied about that. I forgot about this actually. Hang on a second. Because I mean, they are I don't both know nine had, and four. Yep, that's true. I don't know why I had this division. Bengals have won the last five. That's the one change I would make. I take it back. Oh, okay. I take it back. So that's I okay. think the Ravens finish as the five seed. I think the Bengals finish as the three seed. They win the division. Okay, and then wait, wait. So what did, did you say? Six and seven seed then. 
I have not. So okay. the Dolphins are eight and five. I think they lock up the six. They're not going to catch Buffalo, but they've got a game lead and they have a, I know they're playing Buffalo this week. They probably lose. I think they win out after that. Okay. So I think the Dolphins are your six. The seven seed is interesting to me. Yeah. You got the Chargers. You got the Jets. I know the Chargers and Jets are both seven and six. The Patriots play Arizona tonight. I think they win that game. So I think you have three teams at seven and six. For the sake of the hobby and everything else, I want to see the Chargers make it. Like that to me, of, of, of all the wild card situations, that one has to happen the most. I mean, how many guys are holding Herbert right now? Gotta a be ton. a lot. Yeah, Herbert and even two of guys. Yeah. So again, we're just gonna go through this very briefly. With Buffalo, I, I don't know what you do. Like with Buffalo, it's a one, it's a one trick pony. It's Josh Allen. Most of these teams are like that, by the way. Mm-hmm. One or nothing. It's the quarterback. I mean, Josh Allen is is kind of in a bit of a lull right now. I've never seen him win a big playoff game still. I think he's the most talented quarterback in football, not named Patrick Mahomes, but I've never seen him win a big playoff game. Until I see that, I still think the Chiefs are coming out. But let's just run through this. So um, Jets, uh, did you have any thought that they could make it though? I mean, thought, yes, but I'm going Chargers. I think the Chargers lock up the seven seed. So I think one through seven are the same teams. I know it would help the Herbert market, but I'm just thinking like the Mike White. I know it's not a market, but like you know how much hype like when hype starts in the the market, it buoys all all boats. What's the what is your what's vocab- the term? Buoy. I mean, my goodness, that's what? a ter- that's a word. That's not even a weird what one. Are we in an English vocabulary what? class. Today? When all the hype starts coming in on one guy, then it starts uh, helping the rest of the market to also a come rising up. tide lifts all. Boats. That's the one. Most people who Thank say you. that are idiots. By the way, don't say it again. <laughs> You've said it several. Don't times. Don't say it on my program. Okay, uh, wow. so I think one through seven, the AFC stays the same name wise. The only change I think three and five, we switch them. I think Baltimore goes in as a wild card. The Bengals go in as the tree seed. Okay. So in this, eh, anybody you would currently look to invest in? That's the real question. Yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. I'm going all short term with all of these guys. I think Mahomes and Casey are coming out of the AFC. I've yet to, like the Bengals did it last year. Mm -hmm. I I do. I think Casey is playing unbelievable this year, even though Casey just beat him. Um, Excuse me. Even though they just beat Casey. Okay. I think Mahomes is still at a spot where you can buy him and he's still relatively low compared to his highs. And he hasn't had much of a spike this year, despite having, you know, being tied for the best record in the AFC. I like the Mahomes buy. I don't like Josh Allen right now. I like Mahomes. Baltimore, I don't trust to win playoff games, especially on the road. Cause you got to think, let's just, again, hypothesis here. Baltimore goes in as the five seed. They would play the four at Tennessee. I think they probably beat Tennessee. But Lamar's also not been very good in playoff in the playoffs. So I'm not thrilled about him. So I'm not really in on Lamar. The Titans, I'm not buying anybody. I hate the, to say it. It's getting oh. brutal. It's, it happens every single year. They win the games yeah. that no one cares about, and the ones that matter, they start. So I'm out on <sighs> them. I'm sorry, Titan fans. But you know, Burrow's interesting. Burrow, to me, is the same as Mahomes this year. If you think one of those two is making a playoff run, like a deep run, there's time to buy him. Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, all kind of the same. Jamar Chase is the interesting one there too because he's missed time and his prices have reflected that. He's kind of back and healthy now. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I think if you think the Bengals are going to make a run, Jamar Chase might be dollars and cents wise the best for a short-term flip. I mean, the Joe Burrow showed last year that he knows what to do in the playoffs. I mean, obviously he... Sure. I don't know. I feel I've got a really interesting feeling about the Bengals going further than uh, Chiefs, but we'll see. So if that's the case, I think Jamar Chase is the best of anybody we've talked about yet. The Dolphins, I think, blew this, man. They have no chance of catching Buffalo now because I think Buffalo beats them this week, which means they're going in probably as the sixth seed. 
And here's what's tough about the six. You got to play the three, which I think is going to be the Bengals. I, do, I would not take the Dolphins to win an instance in a playoff game. So the other thing there, for a guy like me, mm-hmm. I probably have a few weeks now to start moving my two as that I have left. And if you're not in two for the long haul, I think that's the t- now is the time to kind of move him. Even though, because I mean, like right now, he's probably down some that from what he's been. He's still higher than at most other times, though, unless you bought him just at a bad time. So that's kind of where I'm at with okay. Tua. You know, Jalen Waddle, the same exact thing. And then the Chargers. The only thing crazy about the Chargers is, again, let's just play. They go in as the seven. KC mm-hmm. stays the two because that's what I think is going to happen. They play KC super tough. And if Herbert ever beat Mahomes in a playoff game, mm-hmm. His stuff would get so unbelievable overnight. I think it'd just be absolutely ridiculous. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm kind of just laying out, I guess, the scenarios of if you, if you think this, do that type thing. Yeah. So to me, Mahomes is the guy. If I can land one or two more Mahomes rookies, I'm also pretty heavy into Mahomes right now as it is. I think they're going on a run. I do. I think they're coming out of the AFC. I mean, Justin Herbert right now is... He's, he's super low compared yeah. to where he's been. I mean, just all time low, basically. Well, for the last couple of years. And he least. can't miss the playoffs again. Like that will really, really crush them. So, okay. But again, you go in as a seven seed. Am I supposed to be excited that he makes the playoffs and gets smashed by the chiefs? Man, I can't believe you're so low on Tua. I, I he's done so well. These last two games, obviously were not in his favor, but the, and they're playing at Buffalo this week. I don't think they're beating them either. That's is the problem it, okay. with them. And it comes down to a matter of seeding and division. If and that they, changes though, if Miami wins this weekend, what are your, do, does that change everything for you or nothing? No, because here's the, they're two games behind Buffalo. Yes. No, no, no. I know that. But I just mean like the fact that they beat Buffalo in the first place. I mean, it he, would be that's a, a very good team. They've obviously. already done that. It would be a great thing. They did yeah. it once, but here's their schedule the rest of the week, year, the rest of the year. They have a super tough schedule. You're at Buffalo. I think that's a loss. You're playing the Packers. I don't think the Packers are great, but I'm never shocked if Rodgers comes out and plays unbelievable. Probably a win, but it's not a gimme. Yeah. The Patriots, who are one game behind you and have and are going to play you tough. And the Jets, same thing. The Jets are seven and six. That's what I mean. All- I know the Dolphins are eight and five, but I also look at it like I don't, it's like I I kind of don't count those games where Tua wasn't actually playing. Cause it's like, okay, when he, so count the last two games where he looked like crapping up beat though. And if he loses next week, count and go three in a row. Yeah. That's what I mean. I don't think they're a lock. I, I think they okay. make the playoffs, but that's a tough schedule. And I don't think there's any chance in the world you're catching Buffalo. Okay. So I'm, I, so I'm down on Tua cause I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of upside going forward unless they sneak in again, though, dream scenario for Tua guys, just like Herbert. Herbert goes in as a seven seed and beats Mahomes. People will lose their minds. Yeah. Tua goes in as a six and beats the Bengals in Cincy. People would lose their minds. <laughs> I don't have faith insane. that either one of those things would happen. So I'm not going to, I'm going to sell before those for both those Man, guys. I'm getting excited. The only thing that really depresses me is the Titans at this point. It is it's so tough, hard man, to watch. Cause you're going to have to play that five seed. I, Man, the, just the, they Although lose I, to all these teams that they shouldn't be losing to. It, Trevor Lawrence yesterday, by the he way, he looked good though. Holy smokes! All right, let's go NFC. Then. Okay, so NFC, I, I think a lot of this is locked up as well. I mean, Philly has a two-game lead. Philly's your one seed; they're getting the bye. Yep. I don't think that changes. Yep. Minnesota and the 49ers, I mean, whatever. Let's just say it stays as it is. Minnesota goes in as the two. How does Minnesota not go in? At this point, no, like, no, no. I'm saying oh, you're just saying between the 49ers. I see what you're saying. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Go in in the order that they are. Yeah. Minnesota has a pretty easy schedule the rest of the way. I think they're winning three, if not all, all four of those games. So I'm okay. going to keep them at the two. I think the Niners might be the best team in football, though. That's what? what's wild, dude. San just Fran- because of Purdy? 
Like, no, I mean, I know the rest the of the team one. is great. But. Their roster is as good, if not better, than any team in the NFL right now, talent-wise. At every position, by the way. They have playmakers at every, all three levels on defense. You have the, when healthy, which is not often, but he is now, the best overall complete running back in football. I did not see what happened with Debo yesterday. I know he got hurt He's and hurt. left. Yeah. I don't know if it's serious or not. They didn't really release anything today. You still got Brandon Ayuk. You still got George Kittle. You still have a dominating offensive line. And they have a weak, I mean, a fairly weak schedule. I see weak. I mean, there's some challenges here. You're at Seattle. You're at home against Washington, at the Raiders, at home against the Cardinals. But again, for my purpose, I'm going to say they stay in as the three. Okay. So one, two, three, stay the same. Man, the Bucks are such a train wreck. <laughs> I mean, the Bucks. I, but, I, never in my life did I say I'd rather see Jesse Gibson starting at quarterback than Tom Brady. And yesterday I thought that. It was. Here's the thing. That's not a compliment know, to you. I know. I wasn't I know taking it that I know you're way. Working I wasn't taking it that way. I know you're lifting over there. Take my, it easy, Arnold. Listen, after three sessions, obviously I can talk so about this. Are you paying this. the guy now? Yeah. You got over that. I didn't get over it. I just didn't want to pay. And listen, the, I'm not getting into it. I am going to get into it. I, the last time I had a personal trainer, he was like a licensed guy. And it How many was like, years ago? It was like five, six years ago. Okay. But I mean, you've still, of, it was in downtown Nashville. You've heard of inflation. I'm, don't talk to me about inflation, bro. But bottom line is, yes, I'm paying him and it's great. My thing about the Buccaneers. Can I challenge him live? <laughs> What's his He's last strong, name? I forgot bro. his last name. I don't want to say his whole Can we yeah, say his full name? If you want to use his first name, I don't want to use his last name. Like his name Shane. I'm going to challenge Shane to a bench off. Okay. I'm going to tell him, hey, Shane, by the way, uh, while we're working out, Here's go what we're listen doing. to this podcast. Here's what we're doing. Flat bench, <laughs> body weight. That's what pound for pound. I want to know who the champ is. Me and the kid. He's Man. a professional, mind you, and He's, I'm an, I'm an out of shape older guy. You work out though. Don't don't kid the audience here. I'm I'm, I'm weighing in at about an even two oh five right now. Actually, that's less than what I thought. I thought you were closer to two ten. How dare you? So two oh five. I want to see him do his weight, flat bench, most reps. Can I do like a hundred? I'd feel pretty good. You can do a tenth of that. your body weight and we'll go from there. <laughs> that's not the I'm just saying, so you can rep out a bunch. Okay, okay, so okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Buccaneers, uh, Tom Brady, has, the only thing that I know about Tom Brady is that he performs when the chips are on the line. If he gets to the, the playoffs. The chips are on the table. The, they don't go on a line. Chips would be on a table. Go ahead. Well, it doesn't matter. It does. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when he gets to the playoffs, I could see a totally different mentality. Is he getting to the playoffs? So here's the deal. Again. You've got Carolina yeah. and the Panthers are both five and eight. They're six. The Bucks are six and seven. You're playing the Bengals next week, a game that I will be at in person to watch my hero. Oh, yeah. To watch my hero fall. <laughs> I don't think there's a chance in the world they're beating the Bucks next week. Because then they got Cardinals. You're at the Cardinals, Panthers, whatever. Falcons. But then you play the two teams you got to beat, Falcons and Panthers. So you're at home against the Panthers who beat the doors off of them in Carolina. And then you're at the Falcons. I mean, on paper, I'd love to say they're winning. I think, I honestly think it's 50-50 they make, because they're not, you have no shot at a wild card. The only way they're getting in is if they make, is if they win the division. I don't know, man. I'm not super convinced that's going to happen. Do you have a, I also don't point, trust them, by the way, to win a playoff game. They're not beating one of those. They are not going to beat a wild card unless it's the Giants, maybe. So at this point, if they got to the playoffs, you think they're out Dude, right away? As of right now, if you get to the playoffs as the four seed, Okay. Worst division winner. Cause that's the only seed they are realistic. They have, if they make it, it's As it four. Sounds now there'd be three. No, that's a four next to them. So if they get in, they're a four seed. Oh, I'm looking at San Francisco. I'm sorry. Yep. You're right. That's fine. You're they're right. not getting any higher than that. And if, and if they miss, they're not getting in at all. I see. That means you get to play Dallas at yeah. Tampa. 
Dallas is 10 and three. Say what you want about Dak and Zeke and whatever. That Dallas team is playing much better than the Bucs. I don't think they're win- 50-50 they make the playoffs, and I don't think they're winning a playoff game, even if they get in. That team is a train wreck. So, I, yeah, whatever. Let's go down the line here. So then, yeah, go So, so Dallas, I think, is going in as your five seed because okay. I don't think they're catching the Eagles. So they'll be the best uh, wild card. Dude, the commanders are playing super tough. As of right now, the commanders and Giants, they have the head-to-head, so there's your six and seven. Seattle is seven and six. I'll tell you the team I'm rooting for harder than anybody in the NFC. Mm-hmm. The Detroit Lions are a game out of the playoffs right now. That is so weird. Not to mention the fact they play, they've play they played everybody tough this year. They barely lost to the Bills on Thanksgiving. I mean, they beat... Who did they beat yesterday? The Lions the had a... Vikings, is it? Yeah, that's right. They beat the Vikings yesterday. Dude, I would love to see the Lions get in and just ruin somebody's day. <laughs> There's nothing more embarrassing in professional sports than saying I lost a playoff game to the Lions. Um, okay, right now, do you know quarterback for the Lions? Jared Goff. Okay. Playing great, by the way. I feel like I asked you a quarterback the other day and you didn't know, and I found that very... It felt really good for you not to know a quarterback, and I thought it was the Lions, but I guess not. So let me just go. Yeah. You know, yeah. So Goff's played really well just to go down the line. I've said it before and I, I kind of am sticking to it. I don't think the Vikings are winning a playoff game. I know it's not all that rational. I just don't. Sorry. I'm so I'm not buying in anybody. What on the is, it? is it? I don't trust the quarterback. Quarterbacks are the most essential position okay. in any major sport to winning a playoff game. Say whatever you want. If you don't have elite quarterback play, you do not win Super Bowls and you usually don't even win big playoff games. Have you listened to Mike up? Do you ever watch that on YouTube? Mic'd up like it's like where they on oh, the podcast. No, no, no. It, this is a where the oh. NFL like mics players during oh, games, yes, and then yes, they, yes. there's also a podcast mic'd up. Oh, okay. But this is like interesting because I, the, I guess the only reason why I really have any say with the miking, or I don't have a say, but the only reason I care about Kirk Cousins is he's such a positive guy out on the field. Like listening to his mic'd up, I became a fan of his, and I want him to win. That's that's I my thing. I don't not want him. I like seeing parody, so I'd like to see him win. Eagles, Jalen Hurts, I think I still think aside from the Niners, that team has the best shot to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. We just talked about Hurts is not all that expensive. So I, I if you think like I Can do we this, talk about that for a second, just sure, what those prices quick. are. So Hurts right now, if we just compare apples to apples with his prism, his 2020 PSA 10 does 145. It's 1800 in pop count, which is way up, by the way, that was under $100 at the beginning of the season. Also, what's interesting, too, I found this out while we were looking into this. Card Letter shows uh, a history of the pop count as well. What's really interesting is that since November, it's only gone up like hundred less than 150. I find that very surprising. I would have thought there'd be a lot more guys submitting Jalen Hurts stuff. Um, but again, $145 is what his cards currently go to uh, going for, and that's up. Russell Wilson, who also has a very similar pop count. It's like 1400 for his rookie 2012, 2012. It's going for $130, $15 less. Now you said, hang on. That's not his prism. I know. Hang on. I'm going back to that. Now you said that's because people care more about that product or that specific line. What are you talking about? The tops Chrome. There you go. So So we're comparing a 2020 prism to a 2012 tops Chrome. Yes. Same pop count. Just about, Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer. Jalen, who knows? Yeah, Topps Chrome is a huge brand. People still love Topps football. But the Prism still, the fact that that's going for $210. I mean, $210 versus Jalen Hurts. What are you talking about now? Russell's Prism? Yeah. 
Russell's prism is doing 210. Okay. We're doing a lot of, okay. Sorry. I'm getting a little confused. So Russell's 2012 prism. Now we're not talking tops chrome prism to prism 2012 rookie prism versus 2020 rookie prism. Correct. Russell outsells him by about 50%. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. First year prism, much lower pop hall of fame quarterback. It's a third of the pop and his first year prism and he's a hall of fame quarterback. This is not a guy who was average and then fell off a map. Like Russell was great. It's and then he's had an abysmal season. Do you think there's that many fans still out there for Russell Wilson? Yeah, it he just won a Super Bowl. Won, I mean, there's not a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL in the last 20 years that have won a Super Bowl and been to multiple Super Bowls. It is interesting. Aaron Rodgers has not done that. Neither has Drew Brees. How much that keeps pricing up for these guys? Because sure. I, but it should though, because it you kind of hit a level of greatness. It, it secures that. Yeah, it should. I mean, I guess that's what Tom Brady's going to be counting on at this point. Okay, well, now you're talking a whole different <laughs> level. Like, calm down. Okay, so just real quick then. I don't love anybody on the Vikings to invest in. The 49ers, I absolutely hate Brock Purdy. I mean, we don't have time to get into this now because we're going to have to talk He's soccer in a minute. Purdy good. But I did it again. I am rooting for you to <laughs> drop a barbell in your chest. Um, Purdy pricing, we just looked up. Now, granted, he doesn't have a ton of patch autos, but he has a bunch of autos. Elite and Panini Black were the two. He is literally outselling Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow by multiples. It's insane. It is absolutely insane. The one guy in the Niners, I do think there's a decent little chance to invest in though. Again, I'm saying invest. I'm talking like if you're going to buy and flip, George Kittle and CMC. Those are the two to me that make sense. Obviously the Bucks. I, I just think you wait. Even if you're, especially if you're a Brady guy, I don't think there's any magic happening this year. So I just wait until the end of the season. Because if they miss the playoffs, or if there's a bad playoff loss, people will overreact. His prices will drop. If you're looking for that grail piece to hold, that's when I do that. Just to be clear, though, on the Purdy, advice is sell. Like, if you have Dude, him. he's outselling every quarterback, so we don't have time to do it now. Yeah. Actually, but you know what? Make give a note an idea. For Thursday. Well, I already did the multiples. For Thursday, we're literally going to compare him against the other 10 greatest quarterbacks in the game right now. Okay. That's fine. Like, card yeah. for card. Mm-hmm. Make a note of that. Because I his pricing right now is so absurd. It's, it's uh, unbelievable. Um, down the line, Cowboys, again, let's just say as it sits, the Cowboys play at the Bucks first round. I think they beat Brady. I, I really do. I would take them in a game to beat the Bucks if, if we had to play that game today. Okay. Dak pricing's weird. Dak obviously started off hot and then missed some time. So his pricing came way down. I still have a bunch of Daks. That was one of the guys I did buy. I'm holding him for a playoff win. I think they can win a playoff game. Okay. The commanders, I'm not buying anybody. Taylor Heineke, you know, they're just a good team. I, I actually think they could pull an upset potentially, although not if they have to play the Niners, but they've played really well. And then the Giants, I don't trust to win a game. So I'm out. Danny Dimes, Saquon, I'm not buying anybody. Has Dak been to the playoffs? Has he won a playoff game before? It's a good question if he's um, won. He's been a few times. I don't know if he's ever actually, won a game. Actually, I just Googled game. it. Uh, they faced off against Seahawks in the wild card round, which at the time Prescott had zero and two against them. Uh, it looks like he's been there. I can't. Yeah, I know he's made the playoffs a few times. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know he's ever won. Yeah, it doesn't look like he won that game. So, okay. so this would remember. be that would be a big thing for him. For oh, some no, reason, I thought they beat it the says, Lions. Dak Prescott has won once in the playoffs in his career. Who did he beat? Google who he beat. I'm almost positive it was the Lions. Wasn't there a controversial catch? Man, you know what we need in the show a sports guy. <laughs> God, you're such a no, no. We have a sports boy. We uh-huh. could use a sports guy. It's not an insult. Uh, yeah. You need a historic sports guy because I don't I don't see any details about who they won in that game. Um, all right, so actually that is good timing as far as that. Well, we can look it up later. But 
We've got more things to do with soccer. Did you have any final notes on the? He beat the Seahawks. There you go. Okay, it was Seahawks. I don't know the year, but yeah, there you go. All right, so then final notes. Who's winning the Super Bowl? I'm going with a repeat of a couple of years ago. I'm going to take, again, this will change 15 times between now and then. I'm going 49ers and Chiefs. Man, you have. We were at your house when we watched that game, matter of fact. That would be really fun to watch that again, but yeah, I don't. I want to see Eagles there. I don't know why you you wouldn't want to see that, but I didn't say I wouldn't want to see it. You asked me who I think's going. I want to see Brady go. I think point, the 49ers I feel like a lot of want can be factored in since we are so far out, but that's fine. What? What are we what? living in fair, fairyland? What are you talking about? <laughs> you just, you're the one who just said yourself that you're gonna change like 20 times before then. So not because of who I want to go. Well, I'm sorry. I'm I let my heart choose. Jason Flynn's here. That's all the introduction he needs. That's all he's going to get. Soccer Cards United. Jason, what's on your head? Is that a Cubs hat? No, that's a uh, Montreal Canadiens hat. Duh, you didn't know that? Do you know what sport they play? <laughs> uh, hockey. Final oh, answer? Hockey, yes. Yeah, I was going to say. He pulled I mean, is there you another? There? Is there what's going on? Lift your chin. Sport? Look to this guy. Oh, interesting. I, think, I don't think that's new, right? It's like a You've reverse that, you? Did you darken it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I think it's, uh, I just haven't been going outside much with the World Cup on. And you, so it's gotten to a certain stage. This is riveting radio. <laughs> Let's riveting talk about for a podcast. What people Let's look like on the hair. podcast. Even if they could see, I don't think people would care. All right, Jason, for the first time ever, we're going to hold you to just a few minutes. What is happening Great. with this sport that so you call to go. soccer? Yeah, so we're at the uh, semi-final stage of the FIFA World Cup, the FIFA Men's World Cup. Uh, tomorrow and Wednesday, we have the two semi-finals being played. The first uh, on Tuesday is Argentina versus Croatia. Uh, Argentina featuring Lina Messi, arguably the greatest player of all time. And Croatia, who were unexpected tournament finalists in 2018, are now again upsetting all the odds and are unexpected uh, semi-finalists. Um, this time around. And the other one, you have France, who are the current world champions. No team has retained the World Cup since the 1950s. Um, and they're playing Morocco. Morocco became the first African team to ever um, enter a World Cup semifinal when they knocked out Portugal in the quarterfinals. Oh, wow. They're also representing the Arab world uh, during the tournament in Qatar, which is the first time uh, that part of the world has ever hosted a World Cup. So everywhere you look, there are narratives at play. Yeah, that's fun. It actually, so it sounds like it's actually a pretty entertaining Final Four then, right? Yeah, I mean, like we've had, you might, you, if you were a cynic, you might say, well, Argentina, Croatia, France, Morocco, Argentina are obviously stronger than Croatia and France are obviously stronger than Morocco. But if those kind of uh, cliches could be applied to Croatia and Morocco, they wouldn't be in this position in the first place. So sure. neither of those underdogs are to be underestimated. Is it a one win? Is it just a one game elimination at this point? Yeah. So they'll play 90 minutes. If it's a draw at the end of 90 minutes, we'll have 30 minutes of extra time. If it's still a draw, we'll have a penalty shootout. So uh, the fact that France beat England, was that a big blowout? And did that, have you seen effects on uh, card pricing there? Yeah, we did. We saw some, some, some interesting things in the France-England uh, game. So that was a very, very tight game. The only reason France ended up going through was, or ended up winning the game was that Harry Kane, who's the England captain, um, 
missed a penalty in the game to 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 level it up. Um, but Bukayo Saka, who plays for England and plays for Arsenal uh, at club level, Bukayo Saka had an amazing tournament and was once again on form in the France game. So his prices and his sales volume have been very, very healthy during this tournament. Uh, Jude Bellingham, England midfielder, had a very good tournament as well at 19 years of age. And in the recent Golden World Cup auction, um, performed very well. Some of his uh, one-on-one rookies were on sale and all did um, very healthy prices of of kind of between ten thousand and twenty five thousand um, dollars, which for a nineteen year old midfielder from England is really really good. Um, and then on the France side, Kylian Mbappe is currently leading the race for the top scorer. He's currently leading the race with Golden Boot. He's killing it in this playoffs. Hey, see what I did there? Enough dumb jock. Pun, pun. Okay, um, okay. So Kylian Mbappe is obviously the is he top selling right now as far as like anybody else. Well, it's interesting. His prices uh, coming into this tournament were on the floor. Um, it just says various things have and haven't happened over the last year that Mbappe was undervalued. So there's a lot of sales been being made at what I would consider to be very good deals. Oh, really? Um, okay. So, yeah. So you can still get an Mbappe, you think, for a decent price? Completely. Yeah, I, I think he's undervalued and that this correction that he's experiencing during the World Cup, it does not go far enough. And that long-term people that buy, buy Mbappe now. I mean, if you want to, you could wait until January or February, but I don't think you're kind of going to lose your shirt if you buy him now. So at this point, is the overall consensus that it's Argentina and France going into the finals? They're the favorites. I got to say. Well, yeah, they're the favorites. I mean, that's kind of what you'd, what you'd imagine, but Croatia knocked out Brazil, who were the pre-tournament favorites uh, in the last round. Um, and Argentina had to beat... Uh, their opponents, the Netherlands, on penalties. So I think Argentina and Croatia should be closer than France and Morocco, but Morocco have yet to concede a goal scored by an opposition player in this World Cup. They've only conceded an own goal. So we talked about some of the bigger players that guys are obviously already investing in. Anybody on these, any four of these teams that you would start considering buying or already buying? On Argentina, you have uh, Julian Alvarez, uh, who moved to Manchester City this year um, and is a rookie in World Cup Prism, has a rookie logo on his card. Um, he has two goals already in the tournament. Um, very young guy, very exciting guy. Obviously plays for one of the biggest clubs in the world at Manchester City um, and has a very bright future ahead of him. He could uh, play and easily star against Croatia tomorrow. So I think Julian Alvarez is an interesting one. Um, you also have on that uh, Argentina team a couple of other guys, but for me, Julian Alvarez, if you're going to go after an Argentina youngster, that's him. Um, Morocco are a defensive team who have been kind of just catching people cold and either sucker punching them with a 1-0 or 2-0 uh, victory or beating people on penalty kicks. So in terms of Morocco players, the biggest name is probably Akraf Hakimi. Uh, Hakimi is a fullback, so he's not really, he's a defender, so he's not really one to chase hobby-wise. So I like Julian Alvarez, and uh, yeah. I sold my prism case, by the way. I got a little nervous. I got 5,800. After I shipped and everything, I think it was like 60 bucks this year. So 57.50, call it. Yeah, I had somebody um, turn down a case at 4,700 today. So yeah, I think you did very well. Really? Okay. 4700 yeah, yeah. today. When did you sell? You sold last week, right? I did. He mailed me a check, so I actually just shipped it out Saturday. Man, so prices have dropped significantly. Well, we're also in different markets, though. I mean... Yeah, but I thought his market was probably even better than the market you're in right now because he's got more access to more international guys. 
basically, it's just come down to the fact that as uh, it's kind of this like uh, thing thing happening where obviously the tournament's reaching a climax, which is great, but more and more teams are getting knocked out. So if you're a USA fan or a Brazil fan or an England fan or anyone like Germany, all these big hobby markets, those guys are getting knocked out, which means that their fans are just less interested in the tournament. They're still watching. Yeah. But they're not kind of thinking like, I want to have all of the Germany cards from this World Cup, you know? So um, even though the tournament's getting more exciting, the the enthusiasm is getting thinner and thinner because if you you don't want to have cards of a team that reminds you that your team got knocked out of the tournament. I would like at the end of the tournament, when everything's said and done with, now I want you, I'm putting a homework task on you, Jason, since you're the soccer card Great. guy. Can you go back and see what the ultimate peak in pricing was as far as like for a box and or case? Uh, just because I'm I'm curious for when that comes, you know, like what point in this tournament do we get to this time where it's just the right time where we still have enough games, enough guys are still in, there's enough hype that's been built up as well. And you're not like in that part where there's too many guys out and no one wants it anymore. Yeah, so I think for me, that would be the between the group stage and the knockout stage. So the, there's, you know, 32 teams come into the tournament, uh, 16 of them advance um, to the knockout t- stage. And in between those, the group stage, the knockout stage, maybe one day or two days. Um, so that kind of time for us was where we saw the highest prices, where the boxes were like comfortably $500, you know, or, or even more than that per hobby box. Um, that was kind of when they peaked. And then I guess you could say the USA got knocked out in the round of 16, which took a lot of kind of casual soccer observers out of the tournament. And some of those guys would have been buying into breaks just because I'm going to watch the game anyway. I might as well enter a break. So, you know. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. For me, I would have loved the USA to go all the way just because it would have meant the most hobby eyes on the tournament. All right, last question. Bold prediction before you're gone. Who's winning this thing? What's the matchup and who wins? Um, I'm going to say it's Argentina versus France. Um, and I'm going to predict there. Thanks. <laughs> that Argentina win. I think Argentina. Messi. I've, is the for standout. months, I've been predicting Argentina to win the whole thing. It didn't look like that was going to happen when they got beaten by Saudi Arabia in the opening game, but I've been swept up in the romance of it. Once again, Messi has taken the World Cup home with him. So if that happens, where's the Messi market? Does it the do Messi much? market, I think, I'm not sure how, how much more I can do right now. I. I don't know what prices Messi would have to get to for me to say stop buying them. Okay. <laughs> he's that good all I, I mean, just, all time he's cemented. He's, yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't think, I think he's that good. I think the big effect it will have is maybe his 2022 prism cards will be more relevant than they would have been otherwise. But I think overall he's trending upwards. Maybe, you know, on a month to month level, he has obviously peaks and troughs like everybody, but year to year. Messi, I think, is a safe bet for the next, you know, three, five, ten years. Well, he's been around for a while, like, oh, three, five, ten years. So this isn't the the odds of this being his last World Cup are low, would you say? I think if he wins this one, he might just retire on top. Um, depending on what kind of physical shape he's in a few years, he might not play. He has said it could be his last World Cup. But I just think, for me personally, if he wins the World Cup and he kind of is given a moniker of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes. Whether he wins or not wins, nothing changes for me and nothing changes for millions of soccer fans around the world. Yeah. And that he's still one of the best three, if not the best player of all time. So like, even though Ronaldo, this is probably his last World Cup and he didn't play all that great. Like, do guys care if this, if this is his last World Cup? Do those cards do 
better, would you say, or, or not as well? I think with Ronaldo, we're kind of seeing his decline right now. And I was having a conversation with somebody about this, about uh, in basketball, I think it was, did Michael Jordan retire, come back, and then retire again, and then come back again? So he retired, came back, won three more championships. Uh, did he retire then he again? Re- then he go to the Wizards? I forget about that. I, I yeah, somebody thought he the had Wizards some time off. Yeah. I mean, he ended the with the Wizards, yeah, before his injury at the end. So, Okay, so like when Michael Jordan's at the Wizards or when like, did Shaq play for the Celtics at some point he when did. he should have probably retired? <laughs> he sure did. Celtics and Cavs at the he end. He played yep. for the Celtics? Yeah, so like that kind of like weird time for a great athlete where you probably should have retired. And at the time, everyone is like, what is he doing? He's ruining his legacy. This looks terrible. But in the long view of history, no one cares. Nobody remembers that. Nobody right. cares. Johnny gotcha. Unitas for the pod, for the Chargers. Okay, sorry. Tom Brady for the... Well, he won a championship. So. Well, last year, though. Terrible. But if, yeah, but if Brady goes on for another couple of years, it'll be like, what's he doing? Just right. quit while you're ahead, that kind of thing. But like, so Ronaldo right now is going to go through a rough patch. You're going to hear a lot of stuff about his legacy and um, his prices. But I still think long-term, there's more, there's a lot more good than bad. Okay. Okay. I like it. Hey man, thank you. This was, we asked, we literally asked Jason to come on like an hour before we started recording. So he's waving. It means he's all done. Thank you, Jason. Soccer cards United. Go listen to him. He talks all about American football. Um, what are releases this week? I know we've got three. What days? Do you know what day these are? I do. Uh, Contenders optic basketballs as Wednesday, right? Wednesday. Yep. And then you've got your Topps Chrome Black uh, that comes out on the Friday and Triple Threads that comes out Friday. Contenders Optic is still last year's class, though. Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley. Yeah, I, I'm hoping it's cheap. Let's see. I didn't no, have it here. It's not cheap. I mean, cheap compared to like years past because as good as that rookie class is, Jalen Green's playing well. Like it's, I don't know. We're starting to get to the point with that class where it was kind of underwhelming in the hobby anyways. Yeah. So... Um, 400 a box. 450. Okay. I mean, that is quite a bit cheaper than years past, which is good. I don't know. Not excited. I, like, who am I supposed to be excited yeah, about in that class? It, it is good. And we're a year, like these guys have been rookies for a year <laughs> and a half. Like, what are we doing? So I don't know. Here's the real question. Who do you get excited about the 2022 class? Because like, other than... Uh, in basketball? Yeah, like other than Boncaro... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, that class is going quiet as well. Yeah. And again, another example, not only is the class underwhelming in terms of hobby value, just in general, but we're going to see those guys for another year and a half from now because we barely even started with them. So can we just punt? Can we punt on 2022 and get to the, what's the next, what's the kids next year? The Wembebe? Yeah, that's whatever that dude's name is. There's so much hype for that. Yeah. He looks unbelievable. Yeah. But we're going to have to wait like two and a half years from now to see that, though. Something else will happen, I'm sure. I guess. Give I it know. time. Let's talk baseball, though, because these are two pretty good baseball releases. Okay. 2022 Tops Chrome Black. What is the cost of this? It's a 12-box case, one encased auto, and then what, like a numbered card and a rookie or something? Uh, refractor parallel and two chrome uh, base. Okay, and the one encased. Yes. So what's the what's the cost per box? 155 Okay, so here's my thing with Topps Chrome Black. It is going to be crazy dependent on the checklist, as as is always the case, but especially this year. Like, I'm imagining we're going to have, well, they've got here, well, here's a good sign, actually. If you just, so the checklist hasn't been released officially, but if you just go through the images, yeah, you've got J-Rod and you got Bobby Witt. I mean, that's a good sign. I cannot remember if Wander came out as in this product yet already or not. So what'd you say? It's 150 a box? 155, yep. Do you, as far as the product itself, black, do you like it? 
very average. Yeah. I mean, so actually, here's here's a good news too. Wander was not in Topps Chrome Black last year that I can see. So this is when this is when an average product to me, because that's what this is, mm-hmm. becomes a really, really good product quick. If you get, let's just go perfect scenario, which I think Wander will be at it then. So Wander, J-Rod, Witt, maybe they add in Torkelson, Michael Harris, and, and Jeremy Pena. That's loaded. And all of a sudden, and again, I'm not saying that will happen. Mm-hmm. Although I'd bet money it's it's at least J-Rod and Witt. We see those two in Wander. And if Witt's in it, I got to think Torkelson is. All of a sudden, an average product goes to, oh, there's six or seven top line, like unbelievable rookies. That's when this product gets weird. And for 150 bucks and you get the number of parallels, it gets interesting. So this is one to me you could I don't love the ripping though as personals that's the only thing there's not enough base you get four cards a box so if you miss on the auto yeah there's not a ton of like oh but I got the stack of base I can grade my way out of Mm -hmm. but this to me is a perfect breaking product so as a personal box it's a C how do you break it PYT I'm see this again good actually good question rare rare good question from you (laughs) shut why would you say that god why would you say shut up Uh, um Sometimes I'm like, hey, randoms work the best just because there's so many different teams and options, whatever. And this one, I actually like, matter of fact, as I'm saying this out loud, I like both. This is an A product to break as a random or a PYT. Random, you're going to have, I think, five to seven big teams to chase, including teams like the Angels and Yankees who just have so many vets in there. They're good teams as well. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden you're looking at a third of the checklist as a very good chase in a random. And then if you go PYT, go pick the team you want. Pick the I mean, we didn't even mention O'Neill Cruz. I would guarantee he's in it as well. Go pick out your team and chase their autos. So as a breaking product, I'm going to give it an A as a personal rip C+. For a PYT, what are those spots selling for? Like five bucks? No. Uh, like, okay, because again, we're going by the case price, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 150 oh, times sorry. 12 is 1,800. So I would say your top end team is Again, just to do quick math, 15, five, 150 or less. Okay, so breaking it by the case, I got you. Right, so if you're breaking yep. it by the case, you can get the best team because it also depends too. Let's get into the vet stuff. If J-Rod, which we know is in it, the Griffey and Ichiro both have autos in this as well for Seattle, it's probably your most expensive team. The okay. Rays are expensive because of one. But even then, like this seems like a pretty easy checklist and PYT list to put together. Do you guys, uh, did Gio get any of this? Gio breaks? A bunch. And oh, yeah. Ryan over at Celebrity got like 20 cases of this. He's going to break like a maniac. So Jeez. I think he's actually posting a 20 case break. I got to confirm with him. Okay. But if that's the case, like, yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad product. In years past, this is kind of one that's been a C across the board. This year, though, again, checklist and price, I'm in. I'll see you at the break spot where they're breaking it. <sighs> is this something you wish you had said <laughs> or wish you had not said? <laughs> All right, triple, triple threads? Triple threads is another one. I said, I see triple threads, though. You're super vet heavy. You're going to have Jeterados. You're going to have Trout because it's tops. You'll have all the big guys. Wander is in the images, at least. So Wander for sure has rookie autos. I don't have a full checklist in front of me, but I'm guessing you're going to have Wander, J-Rod, Wit, Torque. Like, I think you'll probably have a lot of the same, um, if that's the case. And you, triple threads is just an awesome product. Like, triple threads has a great following. It does get weird though. I think it's a. Uh, well, give me the price first too. Is it because th- these are mini boxes? Uh, three fifty a box. Two packs per box. Seven cards per pack. So only fourteen cards. Yeah. I, how much did you guess? Three fifty. Four hundred. Okay. So you get by the one way, autograph triple relic card. Uh, you get one triple relic card out of oh this checklist thirty six or less. One autograph rookie card or autograph jumbo relic to ninety nine. 
and then one jumbo relic card to 48. Well, I, so this checklist is out. Uh, first of all, Julio is all over it. Wander's all over it. Uh, Wit is on the checklist, so Wit has Wit has autos as well. Uh, Spencer Torkelson is all over the rookie checklist. Just going down the rookie checklist, this is kind of like the base rookies and parallels. You have your big names. Even well, Jeremy Pena is in it as well, who's selling really well right now. Uh, Wander we talked about. Spencer. So who do they leave off? Michael Harris, it's funny, is not in any of this stuff. Um, anyways, other rookie autos that are decent though. Hunter Green, I like. C.J. Abrams as well. Joe Ryan sells okay. Uh, Nick Lodolo, Reed Detmers, pitchers, but they actually sell decent. Bryson Stott for the Phillies is a decent one. Then you have your massive, ch you know, chases. Your one-on-one -one cut autos, Ruth, Mantles, DiMaggio's, all that type of stuff. The relics sell really well. For that price though, again, I'm going to go like B- minus for a personal because it's too expensive. In a break... Well, give me the breakdown. Triple Threads does it weird too. Isn't it a, is it an 18 box case that is then a mini case? Or oh, um, let me see how the case. So there's a, so it's interesting. There's a inner nine case. box case and there's an 18 yeah. box case. So nine box is an inner case okay. or the mass. So a lot of guys will break this by the nine box. Um, how much? So 400 times nine, you're talking 3,600 for an inner, a little bit less. 3,500 for the nine box, 7,000 for the 18 box. So I'll give it a B plus. I like the product. Okay. Obviously, thirty five. You're talking one hundred and ten dollars a team on average in a random. A little more than that. And so PYT, you'll have some expensive, some cheap. But again, you have a ton of chases because not only is a rookie checklist loaded, this is a super vet and star heavy product. Um, so I like that. It, this is more for, for the stuff that you, you guys were spending cash. Like the Yankees are going to be three or four hundred bucks on this product. You know, the Mariners are going to be. I would have to assume Griffey, and this is one where they will break out all the stars. Mm -hmm. The Mariners are going to be three, four, five hundred bucks, I would assume. The Angels are going to be expensive because you have Trout and Otani autos. But Triple Threads is a great blend of both rookies and vets. And this year, it just so happens a rookie list is stupid, stupid loaded. So the price is high from for for me personally to get in, um, but I love these breaks because they're so quick and like you find out right away, you don't have to like sift through all the base and stuff like that. So yeah, I and do this is when that. you hit like the crazy, like the bat knob or something exactly. or whatever, like this is when you can hit the unbelievable, the 12 player autograph books. These are the breaks I love to watch and then ultimately regret not getting in because when it's something like that, I so. live to froth. <laughs> all right, let's do mailbag and get out of here. Oh, I have one other thing I have to mention. I forgot. Uh, I'm doing it a little differently. I'm all, I'm so the monthly card show, that virtual card show starts, uh, is Wednesday night from six to 12. 6 p.m. to 12 o'clock Eastern. I'm going to be live at 9 o'clock Eastern. I'm setting up in a booth. I'm only going there to buy. I'm not selling anything, but I'll be there to buy. And if you want to come in and sell cards, just come into the to the room like normal, and you can like click the... You, all you have to do is like click a button. I can add you to like live video, which is cool. And you can show me what you want to sell. I'm trying to buy a ton of stuff this month, though. I'm trying to buy there. I told Russ I want to buy a bunch of cards. I've been a little bit lax and especially now that Hannah's helping me sell on Card Shop Live, I'm flying. Like, I've been moving through my inventory faster than any other Helping time. you? you th that's more than a one-time thing? She's agreed? Oh, she's, she's on board. Oh, wow. See, I got to find stuff to buy. So if you want to sell me stuff, come on to the monthly card show Wednesday, this Wednesday. And they're also giving away some free wax. So. Cool. Um, okay, so two things, because this is basically where we get to give away, do all the giveaways for you guys. Uh, the Jerry Judy, the Chapman signed jerseys, and then the Tyler Hero signed uh, autographed frame picture. That is all 
given away. We're picking those winners today. I'm just waiting for the list. However, there will be another video that's going up later with the next three giveaways that uh, you guys get to have. So uh, if you want to be entered for the next three prizes, again, very simple. All you have to do is sign up for an account on Pristine Auctions using the code nonsense. Very simple. Uh, and then last thing is, and this is actually, I actually came closer than ever. I don't know about what Mike did. He probably didn't look, but I came very close to winning the so rare tickets. 12,000th place out of 68,000, which typically I'm in the 50,000. So I consider that a win. Um, there is another contest, last contest of the year. In fact, uh, sign up for week 17 and we're just going to be giving away uh, some basketball wax. We're going to determine it'll be a few hundred dollars for the box. So where do I see how I did, how I placed? You hit past and then you should see what you did in week 15. What did you do? It'll say out of. I'm aware of what it'll say. I don't want to. You know, I did fine. What did you do, Mike? I did 12,000th. 48,916. And I got so much crap about my lineup. Yeah, well, that's what you get. Three of my guys scored zero. It didn't help. (laughs) That's what you get. Uh, So anyways, if you want to win, it's the Common Contenders Contest on So Rare NBA. Sign up uh, for free. Choose your lineup for free. All that good stuff. If you win, you get a box of wax from us. Congratulations. I did not win. It is mailbag time we have some amazing gentlemen who and maybe women i don't know i don't i don't well, con- we could. on that by the way <laughs> uh some big thank yous oh you know what we never did talk about because we ran out of time we did uh want to talk about this lebron james exquisite card we can talk about that probably next uh, oh, no, no, no. on we, thursday's episode we can talk about this yeah real quick. Do it real quick okay it's the 03 limited logo patch auto rookie lebron yes it's for sale at pwcc um Bradley Fusan, by the way, thank you for reaching out with this information. It was interesting. Yeah, and some other guys have been talking about this as well. Do you have? The, can you pull it up on here? Yes. So here's the thing: it is slabbed. The patch has obviously been switched. It's a serial number card, four of seventy-five. It's sold in the past with a very plain, uh, just a single color napkin patch. Now all of a sudden it has a C from the Cavs logo. So clearly the patch has been switched. It, you know what's interesting? In that picture, by the way, I just noticed. What oh. is that circle at the bottom? Can you zoom it? Oh, you right can. here. Yeah. Oh, this Dude, is just that, a watermark. It's, does that auto look like it's also been touched up? Doesn't that auto look, look faint on the left, or is that just the picture? That's just the picture. Yeah, it's just grainy. So I don't. Okay. okay. I don't so leave that, that alone. Okay. Yeah. So, and other content creators have spoken out about this as well. Dude, they're selling an altered card. So here's the deal: this card is a six-figure card in general. Mm-hmm. What did you look up? Didn't it just sell recently for oh, like a yeah, hundred thousand or something like that? I'll take it easy. I'm going to look. Okay. Go nuts here. Um, the card is slabbed by Beckett and it says authentic altered. Like, and it, I think it even cites, doesn't it specifically mention yeah, it's it altered, altered patch? patch. Mm-hmm. You got to play the video though of this kid talking. Can you play that <laughs> so they can hear it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because uh, they do like the card review for, here we go. Well, this is a very interesting card. Um, the enthusiasm. <laughs> before you look at the patch, the first thing that I'd recognize is that of all of LeBron James rookie cards, his limited logos just sold for one of the most interesting as a card that has a Okay, you can pause it for a second before I fall asleep. I would say if you're going to make a video about being an interesting card and all this interesting, you could have a little enthusiasm. <laughs> Go ahead and drink a monster. Okay, keep going though. So yes, normally a six-figure card. Design. And then the patch that is game used, but as we look at this, so not a real patch, by the way. Okay, so first off, like, are we just a 
all in agreement that it's game used because the guy who faked it and put it in there says it was like, I mean, yeah. how do we know that was game used? Yes. Not that's, game used at all. That's cut off a Walmart Jersey. Just Beckett's to be clear. Response to this card being sent in is, in, is an interesting one oh because what they're God. saying is this is an altered patch, meaning that this patch is not original to the card. Oh, as you look around the patch window, BWCC um, has a lot of money. <laughs> you could hire somebody to like get pumped about. I'll, I'll do reads for them for free. Go ahead. I'm sorry. This is a nice kid. Keep going. We invite you to look for how long for is this? Tells that two that minutes worth 50 seconds consistent with the original jersey. All right. So can we just ask the question? You got to keep I, playing it. You got to. I, we got to finish it out this, but I'll talk over it. Becky if I need. doesn't usually do this sort of thing. Uh, this is. For me, the first time that I've had a card in hand where I'm looking at it saying, oh, wow, Beckett is calling this out as fake. We have seen cards that Beckett has not Because it says specific not like opining on the patch. has just graded it. But in this case, for whatever reason, they felt like it was Hang on, hang on. For whatever reason, because it's a six-figure card, that's probably the reason. Is that so? It's pretty notable. I guess my thing is, why are we like, why is the community okay with that though? Like, I feel like once that's been done, it shouldn't even be accepted anymore. So, you know what's funny about this? I actually don't care that they're selling it because it is, hey, it's a fake card. The auto's still real. If you like, Mm -hmm. I don't hate it just because, and here's the reason the card is selling for 12,000 right now with a couple days left. Yeah, it's significantly cheaper. So, I don't mind. Keep playing though. This, This gets even more interesting. It is interesting. How many times interesting include is Include the altered patch designation. Who is this kid? It doesn't matter. It's just interesting to me because from an aesthetics perspective, it's just absolutely phenomenal. Well, yeah, it's fake, so of course. Um, they don't usually put in ugly fake patches. Look, if the patch is not from the actual original jersey, it's that, not. I think for most people, uh, yeah. why did you say if it's not? The card. Correct. On the other hand, oh, positive. there's only 75. No, no, positive. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's only 75. Go back a couple seconds. I'm afraid you're going to come off as looking like a bully. I don't want you to come off like that. He's working for a huge company. He's doing great. I think for most people, kind of ruins a lot of the card. On the other hand, there's only 75 of these guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's my favorite part. That is my favorite part right there. Somehow the reason this is one of those. We better be done. We better be done. The patch is fake. We did say that. Uh, you can shut it off. Beckett, but All right. No- so what's funny about that? I, it doesn't don't, you know, I was thinking your name's Jesse. <laughs> your name's Jesse. What's going on here? Stop making fun of him. This is painful. He's, I would he not bid on that. did not agree to I would not do on this that job knowing that he was going to get called out. I would not bid on of. that card just based on the fact. I don't even care about the fake patch. That priest. I, I think the bigger issue here is that they, we looked this up. We looked up this specific card. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not this specific card, but the other 75 in here. And we found others that look so I've got them. just like this. Yeah. So okay. the question comes up, Same how pay. do you know? So, yeah. So to your point, if you go through card letter sales history, there's a few of these that are literally that same C patch. And it does make me wonder, like, by the way, that plain patch is a PSA 8 sold in August for 96000 The one that's just a black napkin. Total black napkin. What? Um, okay. Now you have one though that sold July twenty first, full S yeah. patch. I guess that's real. I I I don't know. It's a BGS nine. It sold at PWCC for two hundred and forty thousand back in July. Um, just to go through another. Here's but another didn't one. You say it. you heard too, like to get that 
patch in there, they actually, you think, think they have to, have to separate? Separ I would think Because, I mean, like, that looks, I don't, there's nothing in this, and it's a high-quality image. Like, there's nothing that shows damage around the patch area. Like the window. So, it's just, like, obviously, people knew it was altered because it had already gone up for sale for this same serial number. And you can see in pictures of, hey, this had a totally different patch. Okay, that's obvious. So, the question comes up, like, how do how do we know for sure if it that, wasn't sold before? Yeah, you know? that's where I'm at. And, and my other thing too is like, how do we know these other ones? I was trying to find the exact one. There's one with the exact. I showed you before the show the exact same C patch. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can you tell by the is it something else? Because I look at these cards. I looked at high quality photos of both. I can't tell the difference. Which so I just think have like other it, have other cards been switched as well. I, I don't know. Like I never whole, underestimate scumminess in this hobby. So like if it's a custom card, because there's guys out there doing that now where there's like custom, they they take aspects of different cards from different players and put it all together in one card. And I think some of those look really cool. I, I like that. Sure. But I'm not paying a hundred grand for them. This was meant to be faked. Correct. And so that's where I'm like, why are we promoting? I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't like the promotion. So there's of it. the argument. Yeah. Do you just not promote it at all and just destroy the card? Or yeah. do you say, hey, it's a fake patch. So bid 10% of what it normally would go for. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised Beckett went that way. But I mean, well, I'm not surprised Beckett did. Like Beckett has no, Beckett has to grade the card as it is. And they, the fact that they specifically even mentioned altered patch, I like that. Normally it would just say on the right side, authentic altered. Oh, this okay. on the left side even says altered patch. Oh, so this is more even specific. Okay, well, I'm glad I am that glad Beckett that Beckett did that. did that. Do you think it's morally right to resell it or not? That I don't know. I mean, again, again, I have no problem because you've identified it as fake. Yeah. But I do wonder, does someone just buy this, pop it out of the holder and try to sell? But then again, think, who's buying six-figure cards? Wrong? I think this is one of those where it comes down to another just big division in the hobby. There's probably going to be a ton of guys who say no, and then there's other guys who don't care, and they just think it's a cool card. Because, I mean, obviously, well, I mean, we say obviously, the auto, the auto seems to be real. So, I mean, if nothing else, they're getting that for $12,000 or whatever it goes for in the next three days. There you go. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> mailbag officially now. From the Facebook, Andrew Kahn wants to know, Mike Eagles going to the Super Bowl, but when do Hertz cards peak? Almost never after the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, never after. The lead up will be as big as anything if you think they're going that way. Do you think like during the game itself? That could be, yeah. Like as so long as he's not doing terrible. Uh, he also has Wise Upper Deck releasing so much Marvel stuff so late. He uh, gives the example of WandaVision cards. I did look into this actually. Um, it looks like some of this stuff was supposed to come out a little bit sooner. Uh, so that probably plays a, a decent part of it. But even if that's the case, I, I think we're experiencing manufacturing issues across the board and there's more than likely uh, bigger products that are coming out first uh, that they're, they're giving more attention to. So I get the next one. Ultimately though, I will say there are some Wanda or I'm sorry, not WandaVision, but Marvel products that are about to come out in the next uh, few weeks. Uh, specifically, there's one, uh, hang on, I've got it right here. Uh, the product is called Marvel Beginnings Volume 1. I looked up some history on, they've upper deck did this before back in 2011. Uh, volume 1, the first one does pretty well pricing wise, and they're predicting this one to do the same. Just something to keep an eye out. We'll talk, uh, I'll mention it more in the next couple of weeks when it officially comes out. All right, go ahead. Steve Shizzy says, 2023 industry predictions, maybe for end of your show. Yes, Steve. Yes. Me and Jesse actually just talked. We're going to do something for like a review or like a best of on the 26th. The 20, no, 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 29th. Yep. Listen That's to what I'm saying. Episode. The 26th, we're doing a best of show. Yes. The 29th, we're going to do an end of year industry prediction, all that type of show. So we're stealing I this see. question and pushing it two weeks from now. Two weeks and three days. Thank you, Steve. 
Uh, Rico Sorcy. I'm going to meet Steve, by the way, next weekend in Tampa. Oh, really? Going well, to a card shop. That's fun. Pelican's chances of making the WCF. Been saying it for months. So, I don't know. By the way, I don't know about the Cardinals and World Series. I don't care about that next okay. year. Um, I've been saying for a month and a half now, I think the the Zion-led Pelicans, if healthy, could potentially at least go to the Western Conference Finals. I stand by that. I still think the Golden State Warriors are the best team out West. The Suns are choke artists. I do. I think they have as good a shot of anybody. And, you know, aside from Zion, who else do you invest in? The only other person there is, CG, is Brandon Ingram. I don't even love that, but if you're going to pick somebody else, who else scores in bunches on that team? Because scoring is what dictates pricing. Herb Jones is a good player. His market is eh because he doesn't score. But Brandon Ingram can score. So okay. CJ McCollum as well, but he's just not electrifying. So if you're going to go outside of Zion, you go Brandon. John Boren, interested to hear you talk about some 2022 rookies that are doing well. George Pickens, Garrett Wilson, uh, Amon Brown. Brown. Yeah, he's a 21 guy. Okay. Uh, he wants to know impact players on their respective teams. Yeah, so we pulled up some info on, on rookies this year. So Garrett Wilson, I mean, dude, talk about a, a quietly very, very good rookie season. He's got four touchdowns, 868 yards, 63 receptions. Chris Olave has 887 yards, 60 receptions, three touchdowns. I mean, those two, well over 850. Number three is George Pickens, uh, although only 590 yards, 40 uh, receptions. Drake London's had a pretty good season, 533. You know, again, for rookies with four games left to go, it's pretty good. The one who still stands out there, who I think could be the guy in this class is Christian Watson. He's got, again, and played way less, has way less targets. You know, both of those top two guys have 100 targets. Christian Watson has 41 targets. 25 receptions, 400 yards, seven touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns. Dude's played 10 games. He has nine touchdowns. It's pretty stinking impressive. Traylon Burks, too, very limited play for the Titans. There's a chance we look back in two or three years and we've got two or three Pro Bowl wide receivers from this class. Like, the class is pretty loaded. Okay. In wide nice. receivers, at least. Uh, Joseph Michael Harris, when is the Fanatics Panini deal completely I, going through? I didn't understand this. I that, think what he's talking about is like when... Um, the licensing deal. Yeah, the licensing deal. I believe deals. they all kick in in 2026. Panini um, retains them through the 25 season. I believe that's correct. Uh, he had a follow-up question, it looks like. Has there ever been a card you had been offered, but the dealer was a complete but... I'm cleaning that up. But you still overpaid. Uh, nothing that comes to mind. I, I and honestly, yeah, too, I, it's, I generally walk. I, I honestly, I'm like, I would love to have a card. If you're a total clown, I, I'm out. I, don't, I just don't care. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever seen you actually suffer fools when uh, they start acting that way. Let's see. JT Hornbuckle or question or maybe an idea for our friends at the Card Shop Live. Do you know of any breakers who set up breaks as gifts? I ask because I would love to give my son a spot and a break as a Christmas gift for a break that might happen a few days after. This um, is an interesting this idea. This would be a slightly different format as most breaks usually break when they fill. I mean, I don't it's hate an that idea. idea. Okay. I'm actually, yeah, we may go with that, JT. Let me talk with Eddie and Ken, some of the other big guys. Tristan Cornette, out of the last five years, is 2020 football wax the best to hold right now? What do you think? I think we did a few episodes talk, talking about that, and that was your overall thought, I believe. That is correct. I think it's going to be world-class in a few years. Uh, Chris Thompson, with the continued play slash emergence of Purdy, could this delay future products since typically most products do not have a RPA or even a card 
of where he was drafted. He's also, he's an auto in black. Yeah, so he's got Panini black. I think he has some random stuff in certified, certified yeah. the turn of the century, all that stuff. I don't think they're delaying product though to get patch autos of his. And most patches nowadays are not game used anyways. So if they want to do that, I think they could make it pretty quick. But I don't think that will delay any products. No. Uh, Adam Sickmiller, how do you organize your collection? Uh, I keep mine in Zion cases. Pretty straightforward. I display a lot of them and the rest of them I keep in there. And then I have a big uh, security deposit box at the bank. With the big stuff that I don't that doesn't I don't want in the house, but I was thinking too, like if you guys if you have a bunch of cheap stuff and things like that, um, there oh, I have boxes in the closet of that, yeah, yeah. I was, the our guy uh, Steve over at Columbia Hobby, uh, he does have like just boxes for all these cards for like two bucks, like two fifty for some of these. So um, and ten percent off. You use the code nonsense. There you go. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of different Ooh, I'm ways reading to save the next that. one. Our boy CD, Mister Duff, in the spirit of the Office draft. I'd be interested in your picks if Zero Cool came out with a set based on the ABC TGIF lineup. Oh, man. I think Danny Tanner or Urkel would have a strong case for number one overall. Suzanne Summers from Step by Step and the baby from Dinosaurs could be late round sleepers. I'm an Urkel, No man. Boy Meets World? I mean... To, uh, Fred Savage? No, I was thinking more of a... Um, oh, man, I can't even think of... Topanga? To, no, yeah, Topanga. Man... I, I wouldn't mind a sign to Panga. You okay, know? take it easy. I'm that going, was a crush. I'm going. To, I'm going to Urkel. Um, Urkel. Dude, I'm more of a Stefan Urkel kind of guy, I guess. But oh, really? Urkel was Family cool. Matters was my show. Man, Stefan was the smoothest guy. He Cousin was Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Carl. <laughs> um, there is, you know, I think. Uh, in fact, my wife just told my daughter this yesterday because she was trying to watch Family Matters. HBO Max has it on streaming. There you go. Oh, <laughs> that okay. is not a paid promotion. Uh, Christopher Shoemaker I'll take wants this to know. One. I'll take this one as well. Okay. <laughs> Next time Mike is a board meeting in NYC and misses a pod. A, it was an investor meeting. B, I didn't miss a pod. How dare you? <laughs> he does have a, he says he's got a rant ready to go for people who complain against eBay. I actually agree. Everybody whines about eBay. eBay is still the biggest market in the world for sports cards. So, I don't yeah. know. They, they definitely have I'm their with, place. I'm with you, Chris, except for everything else you said. <laughs> Mark, uh, Jostria. JJ Jostromsky. Okay. Nailed it. Rookie years are the most sought after, but do any other years get bumps for players like MVP season, championship season, or first year of a new team? Championship team season, excuse me, championship season at times do. Like Brady 2020 was a, a good example of that. First year with the Bucks and a championship that year. So Brady 2020 stuff for sure. Okay. Uh, MVP season, I don't know about, but like if it's a monumental season, like like I wouldn't be shocked if 2022 judge stuff carried some weight because he hit 62 home runs. Does the card need to like emphasize it though? Like this is like that's the MVP thing. season or something like that. At what point do people forget? Yeah, right? exactly. You know, like I'm not going to remember that like a, two years later. So um, yeah, the year Marison Mantle went back and forth for the home run chase. Like those cards have a big premium. Okay. Uh, that's our mailbag. We did it. We did a, an episode of the show. What do we do? Oh, so yeah. On Thursday's show, I want to do a big Brock. One of the segments. I don't know if we'll open with it, but no. a big Brock Purdy, like price by price comparison with like Herbert Burrow, Jalen, uh, you know, tr Trevor Lawrence, all the other guys from past years. Purdy pricing comparison. Because it's insane what he's selling for right now. Um, anyways, that's your show. We'll be back on Thursday. Uh, like I said, I'll be live Wednesday night at the monthly card show. I have at least one or two shows on card shop live too. I'm going to be doing a break this week for fun. I haven't done that in a while. And actually, I don't know if I'm selling singles this week. I got a big SGC order coming, going out. 
So I think I may just stick to wax. So whatever. We'll be back Thursday for another podcast. Thank you for listening. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify and Sportsboy. Goodbye. Bye.